0: Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew.
1: And my name is Emily.
0: And that was a delightful sip of coffee.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I bet. I bet it was. I bet it was so delightful.
0: It was, yeah, actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's good for you, man. Good for you. I have a coffee as well. It is delightful. You usually don't even have coffee. You usually have, like, weird energy drinks.
0: Um, try to think here. Well, I, I've been moving away from uh, energy drink proper.
1: Yeah?
0: Uh, this last week was first week on a new schedule for work, and hopefully uh, I don't have a reason to have energy drinks on hand anymore if I'm not getting up at the absolute butt crack of dawn every day.
1: Yeah, that is a benefit of not having to get up at the absolute butt crack of dawn every day.
0: The downside of not having to get up at the butt crack of dawn every day is waking up at like 8 every day means – on weekends, wanting to sleep in a little bit means like, oh, shoot, I've got to be on the podcast in 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I bet.
0: Yeah. So I've got that. But you know what? I've got uh, – uh, Full-ish, Well, now it's less full, but a fullish pint glass of a an undisclosed ratio of chocolate milk and cold brew.
1: Yeah, yeah, that looks just. It just looks like chocolate milk.
0: Yeah, it's actually not as much chocolate milk as it looks like. It was a 11 ounce can of cold brew. You figure a pint pint glass is 16 ounces or so. Yeah. So four or five ounces of chocolate milk and boom.
1: That's like that Stumptown stuff in those little cards that they sell. Yeah, that's exactly
0: Oof. what it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like I like that it's stuff. Good. And I it's very bad for you. Is it? That was a weird face I made there. I mean, no, it's not really bad for you. Just compared Don't to like say that. just shotgunning some cold brew, it's probably not great.
0: Yeah, but shotgunning's fun. <clears throat> You know, it's kind of funny just like take a it can of cold brew and then you take the key from the apartment. That's like the best thing you can afford because of your terrible job that makes you wake up first thing in the morning. It's just like there's you use that to crack it open and then you suck it all down. And, you know, it's just kind of like a beautiful picture of angsty life in your 20s.
1: Why are you acting like last week or so? I didn't offer to pay you like twenty five dollars to shotgun a cold brew
0: because I don't actually shotgun cold brews. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're all talk, no walk, buddy.
0: Um, that's the podcast, isn't it? A
1: ah, self burn self I know. burn
0: self burn Too
1: hot, too hot. I'm gonna pour my coffee right by the microphone for the listeners for their whatever that those letters are. What are those letters? A- ASMR of- I can never remember those. I don't know why.
0: I don't know why I have that completely dialed into my brain, but it might have something to do with the fact that I'm a military brat and uh, acronyms are just the way of life.
1: That's actually an initialism, but I'll let it slide. It's a what? Acronym would be like NASA, where you have the letters and you pronounce them out, and an initialism is when you say like NAACP instead of NASP.
0: Okay, yeah, but how would you pronounce it otherwise?
1: That's the point. That is, that's the point.
0: That's the point. ASIMER?
1: It's an initialism. I'm not saying that it's not ever like, <laughs> like it's just it, like NASA makes sense as an acronym.
0: No. So hey, yeah. anyways, uh, what's uh, what's new with you?
1: Well, oh my god, where to begin? My allergies were really bad this week. Hey, um, so no, uh, late, I guess the other day I uh, went down to the Gibson Seattle showroom, which I didn't know existed, but uh, actually was right by where I when I worked downtown. It's right near where I I used to work, but they've only been in that spot since March, so they haven't really been in that spot. But I met with the uh, artist rep there, Jenny. Mm-hmm. And we just had a nice, like, talked about guitars, about ourselves, about our feelings and thoughts. And um, I, hopefully I'm going to get to start to do some uh, guitar demos. And I think I'm going to start with this one. I This is the Gibson Les Paul Double Cut uh, Junior Tribute. Andrew's just on his phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, people can see you on your phone now, right? Yep. Yeah, so um, this is the the tribute series, and I quite like it. It weighs nothing. This is a very lightweight instrument, which makes me happy. Satin finish, that nice kind of dog hair, uh, cherry finish that I like a lot. Yeah. It's been so long since I played a Gibson, an electric Gibson,
0: I'm trying to think. I can't remember the last time I touched to Electric Gibson either. It must have been pre-pandemic. Yeah. I've looked at Gibson. I had to go to Guitar Center a couple weeks ago for something. Um, yeah. And I, I walked around the uh, the Platinum Room for a few minutes. I'm like
1: <laughs> – the, the, the humidity control room?
0: Right. Where I wanted mm-hmm. to put my hands on everything but probably shouldn't have.
1: Yeah. I liked that room as well. I liked, um, but I didn't like having to go up to someone and be like, "Can you unlock the guitar that I'm never going to buy?"
0: Hey, can I talk to your manager and get the key?
1: Yeah, I just like I want to. I want to play it. <laughs> I want to play the thirty thousand dollar guitar. Now, this is um, this would be one of their budget Gibsons. I think they were around a thousand new, but um, yeah. Like, it doesn't have some of the flourishes that, like, obviously the $3,000 ones have, but I think it's a...
0: It's a uh, no-nonsense pickup wraparound tail?
1: Compensated wraparound bridge, yeah.
0: Compensated? Yeah. What is it compensating for?
1: Intonation. (sighs) What? My Jim Halpert look at the camera. Amazing. Um, I'm just going to sip so, my uh, coffee
0: judgmentally, which is really just we're my doing something. <laughs>
1: we're doing something a little bit new for pay, patrons this week. So I've been experimenting some with live streaming. Um, and I did a couple live streams this week. Normally, like I learn a pedal. I kind of do it on my own beforehand. And I had some kind of complex ones. I'm like, maybe I. what if I just live stream this? So I got a, a, a capture card. Big thanks to Hondo Felder for explaining how setups like that work and um i've uh been live streaming so i have the streamlabs obs software and uh for our 5 dollar and up patrons patreon.patreon.com/getoffset pay, uh, uh, uh they're watching this live and um it's going it, to friends it's going to look a little bit better in future weeks i promise and Noah, i am reading the the, the chat Andrew shares four letters with Karen,
0: Noah says. Yes. Wait, I should, should I click on this link or is it just gonna like, am I gonna hear it back to myself? I'm gonna hear it back to myself. Just mute it. Just,
1: just, just open it and mute it if you just want to read the chat. Are
0: there, there's chat, there's people talking about me. Oh no, what have I missed? I was actually, is so I, it, yeah. <laughs> this is incredibly vain. What I was actually pulling up. oh, And mute. mute uh, patrons. Patrons,
1: go. please, please take some notes and send them to us after because we are going to improve processes. Like, I think that this is hard panned and I do not know why. I don't know why, but it's fine. It's like if you're listening to it normally, you're not uh, experiencing anything, anything weird. It's just going to be our normal setup. But um, if you are watching, if you're one of our patrons watching this live, I'm I'm trying to figure out the audio thing. I just it's the one thing I can't. I haven't I haven't really sat down with it a lot. And this was with the live streams too, um, like the panning. Philip so says, "Yeah,
0: Emily is hard pans left, just like her politics." And you you
1: he uh, <laughs> didn't say that part.
0: He didn't say that part. I added that last bit. How um, did you?
1: How did you just suddenly get so much louder?
0: Uh, the coffee's kicking in. I think that's what it is. It's the superpowers of the coffee. Yeah. Well, according to the Ooh. comment, the, the super chat here for our patron eyes only episode, uh, sounds like we're panning. This
1: is not patron eyes only. It's just live only.
0: That, that's what the, the unlisted listing says.
1: All right. Does this sound better? Does, okay. I don't think that sounds like anything. I, I think I might Oh, I it. know that you can hear me. Uh <laughs> that's you. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't want to spend too much time on it right now. We'll deal with it later. Maybe we can deal with it after we finish recording the episode. Episode. I'm
0: just going to kick my feet up on my amp here.
1: Okay. Good
0: Come around you. boys and girls. Um.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's the biggest thing that's new with me is the live streaming. And, um, the double cut junior that I am borrowing, I know I'm not keeping. I guess I'm not keeping these, but <clears throat> I might have to. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully this this won't be a situation where I end up buying a lot of things.
0: Oh, I'm sure it will be. There's no getting around it. You get yeah. the room with some nice stuff, and it's game over.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna okay. Yeah, there was a lot of really nice stuff there. Like, it was it was it was a little overwhelming.
0: <laughs> I've been wanting to go. I was gonna go last like March, I think, because um, I was talking to uh, someone at Gibson at Nam that li- that's frequently in the Seattle area, and yeah, we were texting back and forth about getting me over there and me trying to convince you to go with at the time, and then I don't think we ever. I think the text messages slowed down a little bit um, because February was a really busy month for both of us, and then the pandemic was hitting. And like, well, we'll revisit this later.
1: I'm sorry that it was just me.
0: Um, how dare you? Mm-hmm. Just drag me along next time. I need to get out. I need to see people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, she uh, doesn't go down to the office very much, understandably. But that means um- it's
0: all left unattended. Woo-hoo! And you have the address. We're all good.
1: Yeah. I There's- do have the address. But I think you need to get, like, approved to take the elevator up.
0: Uh, that's why you just hack it. Don't you know that the way to get approval in elevators is you just take the panel off and you short it? Just a couple. Uh, yeah. How hard could it be? Uh-huh. That's how they do it in the movies.
1: Okay. I just- Okay. Okay.
0: I'm just joking about stealing things. Okay. Come on.
1: Don't want to go all Ocean's 11.
0: All right, Andrew is now doubled. It's creepy.
1: Well, it he wasn't
0: creepy video. before?
1: Okay. okay. We need to not read the chat too much because again, like like most of our listeners are going to listen <laughs> to this live. Okay. And the more you talk about the chat, the more I'm going to have to edit out, and I will murder you if if you make me edit this anymore.
0: Escalating from grand theft to murder. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's new with you? Uh
0: so what's new with me? One, uh I just double checked the the comments from last week's episode on YouTube and there was no comments about my horrible playing, which kind of makes me feel better, but I was kind of expecting them. I was so embarrassed I hit the wrong chord in the beginning. I'm like I twice. I twice.
1: You did it twice. You I know how to play this.
0: this. I I know how to play this. I know how to play this. I I, I suck a little guitar, but not this bad. I know how to play. It. <laughs> I was just absolutely mortified. Um, so I I definitely got a little self conscious. Was like, all right, just get it over with. How bad did I get roasted? Um,
1: dude, I hit wrong notes every single demo, and yeah. uh, and I get surprisingly few post like people commenting about how bad of a player I am, like compared to Ryan Burke, who gets a ton of comments about him not being a very good player. Um, yeah.
0: Well, oh, So Johnny's there's that to
1: watch, but she can,
0: um, update on the slowly evolving, um, but progress moving on, uh, my parts caster build aspirations that I want to do with Melissa is, uh, We've got a better idea of what we want it to look like. And then mm. sounds like we've got pickups lined up. Ooh. So that's a good start since that's a key component to any parts caster build. So the uh we're settled on doing a uh Lambertones uh HSS set with a grinder in the bridge and triple shots on the neck and the uh middle.
1: Ooh.
0: And Fancy. I was chit-chatting with Curtis about what are the options for the, for the wiring harness and figuring out what we can do there. And, um, I've got some ideas for what we could do with it. Um, but what I know for sure is there's two things. One, something that I learned from Curtis, um, that I've seen him do before that I think is super slick. I don't know off the top of my head if this is an original mod or not, but the, what he does is, uh, in position, let's see. If you st- positions one, two, three, four, five. If you start at the, uh, which direction do you count for positions on the strat? I always forget because I want to look at it and be like left to right when I'm looking at it. So you start at the neck and then go over to the bridge, where bridges pick up five.
1: I usually just call them by what they are. To be honest,
0: that's okay. So the position that's the middle and the bridge.
1: <sighs> what? Uh... Is the one position in Strat Ocaster wiring? The one is the bridge.
0: Okay, so the one is the bridge. So yeah, then position two because positions two and four for Strats are like that that quacky sound, and I actually really really love that, and that's a huge chunk of why I want to do an HSS for this build. Is I just love that quacky kind of I don't know, it's a Strat sound. I like it. Uh, but if you do an HSS on position two, you got a humbucker and a single and it doesn't quack the same way that ducks quack. So, um, if you want it to not look like a duck, but, but talk like a duck, you gotta do is you gotta split the humbucker and.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. This is a thing that exists. We talked about this before.
0: And you can do like a, like a push-pull pot or whatever to, to split it manually, but what Curtis has done is it automatically splits in position two. Which I think is super slick. I have no re- I I don't like the sound of the, the humbucker and the single coil together at the same time. I I don't see why I would ever want to use that as a sound. Um, so I think the answer is just do an auto-split there. Uh, and then I think the other thing that I want to do it's the plan is to do this on a jazz master size and shape body. And I don't need to do like a rhythm circuit necessarily, but I like the idea of taking advantage of some of the like like using the routing, um, up to the, where the rhythm circuit would otherwise be on a jazz master. And I kind of want to put an arcade switch there instead.
1: <laughs> that would be really cool. Honestly. Uh,
0: and I'm trying to think of I think the thing with, so arcade switch could be sick, but depending on what we do for the body finish, I think is going to dictate what we end up trying to track down in terms of a color for the arcade switch. And if we want to try and track down one down new, or if we want to go, um, diving into some thrift shops and just find a switch, like cannibalize a switch off of a piece of equipment, like an old like radio.
1: An old, yeah.
0: I've, I've wanted to cannibalize knobs before. Um, it's the hoarder in me. That's it's not word.
1: cannibal. It's not cannibalizing. It's upcycling, upcycling. especially if there it was just trash before.
0: Okay, but cannibalizing sounds so like metal. Okay,
1: no, but that's gonna get you fired from your your agency's army hammer. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> so. I don't know. I think that's going to dictate like what color and size we're going to do for it. But the thought that I've had is, we're doing for the HSS. I all those single coils, and usually there's the the soap bars P90s and a in a Jazzmaster. But if you do the single coils, I'm like, okay, yeah. that makes you think of a jag. And I'm not going to do Jaguar pickups, but I kind of like the idea of making it a strangle switch for the arcade button. Because that's such a, like, a,
1: like like that's like the the um. Rage against Tom Morello? Is that like what that, what he has?
0: No, he's got a kill switch.
1: Kill switch, right, right, right.
0: My yeah. Kill switch is one of the other things I was thinking of, but I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. Um, maybe I will, but I strangle like switch is where, um, oh, I don't, it, strangle switch is typically on a jaguar and it, Mike Adams actually did a really cool video on this. Um, a month or two ago. Shout out to Mike. I uh, he was Always. doing he was doing a review on a Jaguar and going over everything and he was talking about the strangle switch and it's he he was like, This is the sound of the guitar part from Say It Ain't So where it's kind of that like
1: Oh, the Weezer thing he did for yeah. a Fender play? Yeah.
0: So it's that strangle switch sound is kind of like this oddly anemic and kind of muted and like if you're playing it by itself you're like well how would i ever use that but when you hear it in the context of a weezer song you're like oh wait a minute that's actually really like that sounds really great for the purpose of the song and i i don't necessarily feel the need to go out and get a jag just for that sound but if i wanted to incorporate that into an hss build and just use a strangle switch on like the uh on the the neck pickup i think Uh that could be super cool i've no idea how to wire that in with the schematic and that's going to be where i'm go back to the drawing board and, and start sketching that out. But I could see that being really, uh, I could see that being yeah. a really neat thing to do with like an arcade switch. Yeah. Um, arcade switch so are doing, um, I might ask Mike for what his thoughts are on doing um, where he, what he's done with the LEDs light up buttons he did on a uh, Vader. Thoughter.
1: Yeah. Um, LED light up buttons. that Those are cool.
0: Anything like that. Um just mm. kind of thinking through options, just have a little bit of fun. I don't need it to be like completely gaudy and out there, but a fun option. Kind of break the mold of just a standard HSS wiring to give some more options. Yeah.
1: But wherever would you find a guitar body routed like that?
0: Uh I would find a guitar bart Barty.
1: Guitar Barty. <laughs> Tardy to the guitar party. <laughs>
0: The guitar body party from guitar, birdie, parts birdie. caster concierge. Good. Uh, is that a good start? Did I get it right this time?
1: Con- concierge.
0: <laughs> uh, concierge. So, uh, yeah, no. So I'm thinking, um, that would be a great place to go for a guitar body yeah. because they're great. Uh, and spe- especially specifically for this sort of a build project, the idea of doing a guitar body through someone who I'm able to talk to, and like, hey, here's what I'm thinking of. I know this is a little bit non-standard, but can you help me out here? What are things I'm not thinking of? And just having someone to sort of partner up with to have those discussions and make sure I'm not – I would hate to go through the process of getting a custom guitar body routed by someone else that's not as involved in the process that might have yeah. caught something that – I might have missed otherwise <laughs> given that I haven't done right? a lot of parts caster builds from scratch myself.
1: That's, yeah. That's the thing about being able to talk about something like, that's why I love gun street wiring is because I can be like, would this be, would this be like not a thing that would be okay to do? And then have somebody be like leveling with you. Like, well, if you do that, you need, you need to make sure you do this. That kind of thing. right. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, totally. No, having someone to, to bounce ideas off of me, like, Hey, so I want to put an arcade switch, I finally found the arcade switch I want to use. It's got a strange depth. Uh, it might need to route a little bit like stuff like that. We just talk it through, like making sure you're not going to have like a key detail screwed up or like, I think that is so incredibly useful. And it, that the idea of having that brings me a lot of confidence as someone who's only modded guitars and not really built one up from a parts caster from scratch. Um, yeah, I think that's, Super invaluable, um, yeah. and even just like the the neck pocket, whether it's squared off or rounded, just stuff like that. That I would be bound to like click the wrong one and get it. And be like the neck does not. Uh uh-huh. oh. Oh no, I just spent five hundred dollars on a pretty roasted maple neck, and it doesn't fit. <laughs> um, that's the nightmare scenario that I could see totally happening.
1: Yeah, that would be a nightmare.
0: I know it sounds like like <clears throat> hey Andrew, like you know stuff about guitar. Like of course I know stuff about guitars, but I feel like I'm gonna miss something. And the more I'm digging into the parts caster build project, I'm realizing one, I need to start a start an Excel spreadsheet and start mapping all of this out and keeping track of yeah. everything that I need to buy and just something. Lengths
1: is- and prices and also please turn yep. down your gain a little bit. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> As he just scoots the, the freaking microphone away from his face. Yeah, how, how's this for your gain reduction call? Cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, like, I, I'm realizing that I need to su- It
1: is. I can, I'm sorry. I just like, I can hear it distorting.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, I turned it down. Thank you. Actually. So, um. There you go. Negative 10 decibel pad. Now
1: you can get it closer to your face again.
0: There we go. I just put the pad on there. Um,
1: now you can turn it up a little bit. I swear to God we did this before and then – I don't know what happened. He suddenly got a lot louder like 20 minutes into recording. I think he just got animated. I think, I think the coffee got- kicked in. You started talking at your your – your normal voice level.
0: The, the coffee kicked in and I think the inspiration of talking through a parts caster build has really got me going, ha. Ah, ah. Ah, ah. Sure. No, I'm just a corporate shell. As soon as I said a uh, spreadsheet, I was like, Woohoo.
1: Woo um, boy. No, spreadsheets are great, dude. Whatever. But um yes, yeah, so this week's episode of the Get Offset Podcast is sponsored by Partscaster Concierge. Yes.
0: Gary Cooper's great, and I need to uh, send him some more follow up messages to talk through options on this project. Options, cause... options. I was actually looking options. at my
1: body the other day, and I think it's a lot more finished than I thought it was going to be. Like, um, mm, man, I hate it when chapstick does that in your pocket, where it like goes all the way out while it's in your pocket. Mm. Um, so I just cleared out, cleared off my workbench a little bit. I did a ton of home improvement projects yesterday, so. Part of that involved like cleaning the the workbench space. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna have to like, I'm not gonna have to, like start at 80 grit or anything, um, for sanding. Like, I think maybe just like, um, a final sand that I need to take my brass, uh, wet it down, take my brass brush and, uh, raise the grain some so I can so I can start doing what I want to do. And I'm feeling a little bit more empowered to do that after tackling some other home imp- improvement projects this this weekend. It's been a lot. I got trapped in a corner of my own damn bedroom. I had to get ext- um, extracted. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if I'm horrified or impressed or both.
1: <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I have a dresser that has a big mirror, um, but I hadn't put the mirror on in the three years we've been in the house because um, one of the, the pieces that you attach the mirror to the dresser had split. And it took a while for me to just like get a new piece of wood. And, uh, so I was, I could get over the dress. So you had to, we had to pull it away from the wall and I could get over the dresser cause it's right up. It was right up against the bed, um, to get behind it, to, you know, redrill the holes and line it up and everything. um, just fine but once you put the mirror up guess what you can't just crawl over the dresser anymore
0: yep that'll do it
1: that did it yeah
0: you sealed yourself into the wall with the cask of amontillado oh my god like the one man edgar Allan poe play yeah i know deep cut deep cut
1: a, I think all this all the stuff literature. was short stories. It was just converted into plays.
0: That's some chilling stuff. I dig it, though.
1: Yeah, uh, Poe is great. But um, that feels like a digression. Did you watch Phoebe Bridgers on SNL last night?
0: I did. I watched it live. And um, Yeah, me
1: too. I thought she did great.
0: I thought she did great. first song I really, really enjoyed. I'm like, okay, like, that was...
1: Had you not heard Kyoto before?
0: I, I've listened to some of her stuff off and on, but I couldn't tell you. I, I don't recognize song names. I, I recognize oh, it's, this song. It's, it's,
1: it's her big hit single.
0: Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, um. But the second song, like, it's going. I'm like, okay, now we're hitting, like, it's picking up some real steam. And it's starting to, like, transition from, like, sounding like an indie dream pop kind of sound
1: Indy moving
0: folk. into – into like more of like, okay, this is starting to sound like kind of rock. Like this is sounding like yeah. more classic rock, like mm-hmm. kind of intense. And then she just started screaming. I'm like,
1: yeah, you, had, I mean, I knew it was coming. Cause I, I've listened to, um, I know the end and that record Punisher a bunch of times. And, uh, my husband didn't know. did,
2: I did not, not know, know it was, was coming. coming.
1: And we're just like watching and I'm just like seeing her, her smiles getting bigger. I'm like, she knows she's about to just rock out. Like, right. and then it started to happen. And then I'm like, and I think before the songs like um really got into it, I'm like she's going to start wailing at the end to Rick. And he, th- I think that he thought she he, she I meant like her going big with vocals like she did in the first song towards right. the end because she does she does tend to do that like really save her energy for big finishes. I wasn't expecting her to smash her guitar that many times. And then I I about died laughing when she gave that that wedge another kick and then just started <laughs> started smashing it some more. That was so great. When she started screaming, though. Right. That was,
0: I wasn't I was like prepared this is gonna confuse it. a
1: lot of people.
0: Melissa wasn't prepared for it, and she's like, I thought you said Emily said this band was good.
1: Whoa, <laughs> Melissa, no.
0: I'm interpreting what her eyes said. So, to be clear.
1: I mean, it's weird.
0: It's definitely out and there. And that's
1: fine. But also, she's wearing a skeleton onesie in the first song. I love the um how the pearls were a rib cage on the last outfit. I thought that was really Um, cool. And then I love someone tweeted once that Phoebe Bridgers sings like an angel and talks like someone trying to bum five cents from you at the Seven Eleven.
0: I, I have no comment on that. What I can say is Twitter immediately (laughs) blew up last night. As as soon as you started smashing the guitar, I'm turning into a terrible millennial I like wonder what Twitter has to say about this and pulled it up and sure enough people are just blowing up and like I think like the most like tweeted thing is uh,
1: who is this woman Phoebe Bridgers
0: there was a com- combination of like Brooklyn who is Dad. this this is dumb is um, I want Zeppelin back kind of vibe and then the other bit was I saw like 18 different tweets within like the same minute all saying my sexuality is Phoebe Bridgers smashing your guitar on SNL <laughs> <SML." laughs>
1: yes
0: um,
1: um i the the number one tweet that i saw that just got ratioed to death was um this guy and he's like who is this woman phoebe bridgers like you one you just answered your own question and then he basically talks about how he's like i didn't like the song with smashing the guitar at the end it seemed a little extra i'm like "Man, yeah, i really hope he tweeted that about machine gun killing doing literally the same thing last week but whatever
0: I didn't watch last week. I didn't even know Machine Gun Kelly was on. Yeah. I uh,
1: I like that guy's like energy, and I really liked him in that Molly Crew movie, but I did not really.
0: I've heard I, I, some interesting stories.
1: I would like to hear those. <laughs> I liked him on Catfish when he, when he co-hosts the TV show Catfish. Is he super problematic and I just don't know it? How problematic is he? On a scale of, um,
0: Define problematic.
1: Is he racist, sexist? Does he hurt human beings?
0: Not as far as I'm aware. Okay. I don't know. I've just heard weird whispers from, uh, friends and acquaintances that have been involved with, uh, him in a, in a grander scale.
1: Okay, well, I'm curious. Of course, he's just going to, like...
0: I can't verify any is, of them, but...
1: Is unverifiable. I, I hear there's rumors on the internet. I'm that old. Um, wow. That was bad. I know. Um, Yeah, but I thought it was real. I thought the performance was great. I thought it was fun that she smashed the guitar, and funny and very on-brand. And, um... I like she seems so happy to be there. <laughs> it didn't. It <laughs> she didn't. She put a it whole bunch sparked. of dents
0: in that wedge.
1: She did. It sparked. A lot. Oh, I'm Can sure you tell the sound it, it like, Oh, well, I hope she told him beforehand that she was going to do it. I, I hope so. Um, so, I, do you think this was a spam text message I just got? It said... From and then it has a bunch of numbers. It says message brackets Netflix. We have encountered errors related to your outstanding streaming payment. And then it's HTTPS celebsbio.net slash errors. Do you think this sounds, do you think, do you think that's actually Netflix?
0: No, that's 100%. That's a, that's a scam. Don't click <laughs> oh. on it. It's phishing.
1: <laughs> Dude, I know.
0: That's Don't get hilarious. phished.
1: They didn't even like shorten the link. They didn't even try to hide the link.
0: <laughs> don't click on links you don't recognize.
1: No. No, it's that's so funny to me. Oh my god. Hi Carrie. You're in trouble. Yeah.
0: You're Anyways, no. I thought that Phoebe's performance was great. There's just the part of me like, what is she doing? She's smashing it. And I'm realizing I'm turning into an old crossy curmudgeon. And when the first thing out of my mind is like I hope the sound guy knew this was coming.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I generally hope that, I think, is the thing. But um, I, whatever. As long as she paid for it to get it fixed or whatever. It's her guitar. She can do whatever she wants with it. It didn't look to me from my eyes, that, not that I was looking that closely, like a particularly nice guitar.
0: Steve Rouse but, said um, it was a baritone Dan Electro.
1: Yeah, that, she's, she plays that a lot. <clears throat> but she really seemed like she, I think it's that she was holding it kind of mid-neck, so it wasn't getting um, enough of an angle, like, there wasn't a, probably enough momentum to really snap the neck, which is probably what she was trying to do.
0: I don't
1: know. <laughs> uh, Joe Braga wants to know what Carrie did. She peed on the carpet. <laughs> That's what she did. She never does that. So I'm a little I'm a little concerned, but I think she was maybe just experimenting.
0: That does remind me. I need to clean up the carpet on the floor behind me. I don't know if you – I don't think anyone can see it on, on the stream right now. I don't think they're going to be able to see it later. But I've got a carpet on the ground behind me. That's on top of the actual carpet because the a actual – car- A rug. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Definitions. Difficult. So I walked into the other – uh, in the room the other day, and Percy's just like got his legs like out like this, just like just dragging his butt across. No, high-
1: ca. And
0: the litter box is in the, <laughs> the laundry room right behind me. So I'm like, So you just took a dump and you walked out, and you're like, All right, well, there's a little bit more. And just <laughs> <laughs>
1: Carrie's done that exactly once. Uh,
0: I, and I the snapped- reaction
1: we gave her, I think, has prevented her from ever doing it again.
0: See, I'm not. Don't always- you come to
1: this pod? The listeners, don't you come to this podcast to hear about our cats' back? We haven't habits. talked about cats enough. Um We haven't talked about cats in a while. That's true.
0: Yeah, I I think seeing it once was frightening, but thinking about the reality that <clears throat> I'm not around every time that he poops, what am I not seeing? And I mean, it's a it's a textured rug. There, it, oh. it, it'd be very difficult for me to pick out a skid mark. <laughs> so I feel like I need to go over and inspect it and maybe like bleach it so I could see it Maybe next
1: time. just vacuum regularly, do a little uh, carpet cleaning action. Oh, that's pretty nasty. Yeah, that's a nasty It's pretty thought.
0: gross.
1: We have mostly hardwood around where the cat is and um, yeah – so I'm watching her barefoot
0: in the house right now.
1: Uh, yeah, I just did monitor it because I know that it can be a symptom of a UTI if they're suddenly not peeing in their litter boxes. So if she does it again, we'll probably take her to the vet. But I – it's just like I think every once in a while she just experiments with like going to the bathroom in a new place to see if she can cover it up.
0: That's right. I don't again. know. <gasps>
1: Yes, let's let's try let's, let's try to spice it up a little.
0: She's probably just really stressed out by Phoebe Bridgers' performance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 just the screaming! It was so good. I was I was very I was excited by it. it. Like she
0: was trying not to laugh during that part. She's screaming. She's like trying not to. Laugh. I think she
1: was trying not to laugh. She's actually quite a happy person, she always says, and that comes across in interviews. It totally. She seems funny. It just seems like her outlet is to write sad songs.
0: Um.
1: Yeah. Um, but, um, do, oh, it's Super Bowl Sunday also. Are you, are you, we're making, um, I have some barbacoa going in the, um, crock pot, and we're mm-hmm. going to make nachos. We're going to make the chips. Mm-hmm. We're going to make the guacamole with a secret yeah. Aardvark's robinero sauce. Um. And we are, um, yeah, making nachos.
0: So I fully intended on getting up this morning voluntarily early to start up the smoker, and get the fire going. <laughs> Cause I've got yeah, that two go? briskets that are sitting in brine. Um, I had a mild bout of insomnia in the middle of the night, kind of woke up and.
1: Yeah, I hate
0: that. So I did the, okay, well, I was going to get up at six, but if I bump my alarm back to seven, that gives me an extra Uh. hour that I didn't, wasn't planning on. And that just, that just means briskets going into the cooler an hour later. And then I woke up to my alarm and I looked over the alarm clock and I said like 804 or something like that. And I realized that I snoozed for over an hour without completely waking up. And then I'm looking at the time going, it's going to take me – by the time I, like, I I need to scrape down the grates, I need to get the – I need to – So I usually smoke using a minion method where you line up all the charcoal uh, right. or it just burns through the through the snake. So I needed to get that set up. I needed to clean out the ash out of the smoker. I needed to um, – the drip pan is – I haven't been doing a great job of lining with foil every single time I've smoked. And so I know there's uh, a bunch of crap in the dude. bottom that I need to wash. Yeah. I need to – dry off the briskets and salt and pepper room um, yeah. to get ready to go yeah. on. I need to clean the thermo. just realizing I've got more than 45 minutes of work. So I can't possibly get them. I can't po- reasonably get them on the, get the briskets on the smoker before the podcast starts. And I certainly don't want to be like, okay, start the podcast. Oh shoot. The temperature's spiking because it hasn't settled in yet. Oh no. Back and forth. So, I am. <laughs> we'll be starting those briskets uh, as soon as we're done.
1: And how long will they take to finish?
0: That's the question I don't have an answer for. That's where it gets tricky. Are you going to wrap
1: it in foil? Or did you get parchment paper? Uh, I'm sorry. Um,
0: butcher paper? Butcher yeah, paper. Yes, so I've got time. a big roll of butcher paper out there on the uh, table. Right. the table uh. we've got on the porch.
1: Texas crutch.
0: Definitely going to crutch it this time. Last time I didn't crutch it and it got a little dry. Also last – and So this is this is officially my second time trying brisket. Uh, last time, I didn't brine it. Yeah. And I didn't crutch it. And I had some issues with the smoker in general, and so I just ended up going for a little bit too long. Um, Double whammy. So it was a little dry by the time it was done. It wasn't inedible, but it was definitely drier than it should have been. Yeah. So this time I'm brining it. I'm going to crutch it. I've got two of them. They're uh, three. One's like a little over three pounds, but it's got a lot of fat on it. I need a trim off. Uh, Uh And the other one is just like 2.95, like just under three. So
1: My question for you is fat up or fat down.
0: It's my second one. I don't know.
1: Fat down, dude. That's my recommendation.
0: I will try fat down.
1: From someone who wrote an article about how to smoke brisket. <laughs> <laughs> well, because – well, I know that people want like the juices from the fat to like get through all of it. But in in actuality, what it often does is just kind of rinses away the seasoning.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. I can see that. I could also see – I don't
1: know if that's going to be as big a problem with a brine.
0: Well, so um, I, I think the thought that I have thinking about that is the the fat's going to absorb so much more smoke flavor. <sighs> And so having that like directly under, especially like I I have a vertical smoker. I know I should have an offset smoker. It would be much more on brand. <laughs> but I've got a vertical <laughs> smoker. So the smoke goes up instead of circulating inside and kind of chilling out. Um, That's pretty funny. So I know we'll see how it goes. Uh, three pounds each. I know if you do one three pounder, If like one roast, you're looking at an hour and a half to two hours per pound. So I I should look at and be looking at like six, seven hours total tops. But since I'm adding a second one, now they're not the same size. And so it shouldn't completely double that. But I know it's not going to be the exact same amount of time either.
1: They're not the same size. Have fun with that, dude.
0: I'm thinking about trying to get the temperature up to 275 and doing a little bit higher than low and slow in the hopes that will be done sooner. But I'm also looking at the time, realizing it's already 10 a.m. on West Coast. There's no way it's going to be ready by halftime for Super Bowl. I think it's just going to be an after Super Bowl dinner. Yeah. Just snacking through the whole whole game. Just yeah. Fine. I did get – Tom Kelly will appreciate this. Uh, I did get chili, a couple cans of chili without beans. And, well, if it's
1: got beans, it's meat and bean soup, not chili.
0: Okay. But the 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 labels on the cans – in the aisle say a different story. They say chili beans. I know. I'm just saying I'm here to report the facts. And the facts (laughs) are the cans say chili. And we all know that the FDA has something to say about that. But we can label it.
1: QAnon says Trump is still president.
0: (laughs) Are you comparing the FDA to (laughs) QAnon? I'm concerned.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not – I take it back. I regret that immediately. My turn for regrets. Nice shirt, Andrew.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is.
1: Mm -hmm. You're the one who goes harder on Gibson.
0: I I do. I – I don't know. I've been – Topic. (laughs) I know. Topic change. No. So I've been – bit on the harsh side and I'm not going to say that it's not justified but I've definitely been a little bit critical of a handful of brands over the years and Gibson is a brand that I've been critical of that I would like to no longer have a reason to be critical of and what I've said several times in the podcast over the years is
1: people are going to think that they made me make you no retract and that's I just want to say that's not the case like we didn't talk we literally didn't talk about you at all just so you know
0: no offense
1: you have your Gibson friends I have mine
0: yes um no No one's making me say this uh they, they would have to give me a, in order to make me say something they'd have to give me like a 335 in Tascam Orange um,
1: wow I would do a 339
0: well uh <laughs> no uh Gib Sunday tagged me in uh in that orange, Tascam Orange three thirty five mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, that was pretty. And I was, I was handsome. like, oh, I want it. Wait, that <laughs> I, I found myself immediately looking it up on Reverb. Like, are there any for How sale? How expensive
1: and, was it?
0: I couldn't find any on Reverb. Oh, like, I don't, maybe it was a
1: custom I'm, shop deal. It might
0: be a custom shop. It might be rare. I don't know what the the situation is. I didn't check eBay, and I'm kind of scared to check for uh, sold listings. I'm sure it's money I don't have, but. Anyways, uh, I have said before several times that I want Gibson to be redeemed a little bit. And the way I've said this is Gibson is a legacy brand that deserves a legacy repute, that deserves a reputation that to, to match. Yeah. And I think the last 10 years in the end of the, the Henry J. era, era really just kind of tanked all of that and. Under new management there's definitely been some ups and downs, some good things and some I think objective. Things that haven't
1: changed mostly.
0: Some objective well, not I, great things, but
1: Yeah, I think the, the, the not great things are definitely feel more like continuation versus new bad things. Except for the play authentic video. That wasn't great.
0: Yeah, but they they've they pulled that back pretty quickly and said, just kidding, that was bad. Um and after talking with people that I know at Gibson the general consensus was like, yeah, that was cringe for us too, you know? Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, I guess I found myself going through a f- couple months going like, I don't know, maybe I just wanted it all burn down and let someone else buy the brand and start over. Uh, not like, I, not like my, my, my dreams and wishes or anything like have any bearing on the actual reality of the situation, but I'm coming around and I'm, I'm coming back with a positive attitude of like, all right guys, like, I want them to do better. I want them, I, I want to, I want to root for them and I want to see them continue to head in a positive direction. And, um, I think seeing them reach out to you and ask for, for you to do some demo work, I think is really, I think that's really encouraging, genuinely.
1: Yeah. It's, it's an opportunity that I don't take lightly. I mean, Gibson was really, my first guitar was a Squire Strat, and then I fell in love with Gibsons. I had the Gibson Hummingbird. I had a Gibson Les Paul. I had a Gibson um, uh, 135. Like, I've loved Gibsons since I was a teenager. Sure. And um, it's, you know, it's one of those brands for me that's just really – it has a soft spot. And uh, – Yeah, I mean, I just haven't played them in a long time. I think part of it for me, and I still do feel this way, like just looking through their website, I wish that there was more of like a middle ground between like their budget models and their phenomenal like $3,000 guitars. Sure. It'd be cool. It'd be cool if there was some sort of better middle ground there. But I mean... I was talking to, to Jenny and I picked up – she had a not one of the new Crestwoods because that's like – that was the thing I kind of requested demo was the new Crestwood or Coronet or Wilshire or whatever they want to give me. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had a custom shop one and I picked it up and it, it was really lightweight. And she said, yeah, all of our Epiphones are lightweight. Yeah. And this is lightweight. And then I picked up a Gibson Les Paul that I thought was extremely heavy. So, I mean – Sure. i didn't I didn't expect um the junior to be as light as it was I didn't expect the coronet or it was I think it was a crestwood uh, custom shop to be as um as light as it was so th- that was impressive to me i liked I liked that I think this sounds good I'm probably going to um play it a lot more in a day maybe yeah maybe during the super Bowl I do
0: like juniors a lot yeah that's definitely been a lot I've,
1: I've always wanted this exact guitar. But it I am going to have to give it back.
0: Fair enough. So mm-hmm. um so no, I, I think that's uh, I think that's a step in the right direction. Um I, I think it's really encouraging and I'm I'm choosing to put my positivity hat back on and kinda chill out. Um yeah. so I've got that you gotta, I think,
1: you gotta stay positive.
0: Well in 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 the same vein of wanting to stay positive, I think Another brand that I've been a little critical of in the past, uh, and not so much in the recent months, and the, the re- there's a reason for it. Um, but JHS is a brand I've been a little snippy about in the past, right, wrong, or indifferent. <laughs> and I don't know I've, I've been a little snippy about them. I got a little snippy about the cheese ball or whatever they call that unit and, um, and about the Legends of Fuzz. And uh, I got a little snippy about it, but, I think the root of a lot of my snippiness is looking at Josh's involvement with the community, and just, and I think that's all been softened so much watching him really engage with everyone, um, using his show in some really positive ways. Um, that was right- a
1: really good marketing decision to totally make that pivot.
0: And you know, maybe it's just an abject marketing decision. Or maybe it's just a that's what you wanted to do with the brand And it was fun, and
1: I mean this, it can be both it, it can be more than one sure
0: thing. I think the community that's fostering I think is really neat, and i'm actually uh, I'm actually really happy to see all of that, and I'm finding myself less and less inclined to be like, okay, like to, to get snippy about anything in that realm and I don't know between that hearing more stories of what Josh is like behind closed doors and i I'm regretting not. Having the uh what's the word? I want to say the nuts. I don't know. I I saw him at it. I I walked past the JHS booth several times at Nam. Never walked up and said hi. And then I saw Josh at the Earthquaker Devices party and couldn't bring myself to say hi because I was like so thrown. back I don't know. Like I've said a couple of like critical things. Like I don't. Like I got all worried about I it. Do, but,
1: I do not think he knows who we are. I don't think he knows I, who
0: I, we I'd be are. shocked if he did, but. <laughs> I don't know. I just got self-conscious about it and I, don't know, I, I, sh- I feel like I should have said, I, and I, I feel like that's another, another brand that I'm coming around on and being like, okay, like I've been critical in the past, but I'm chilling out. And I think, I think it's really important for anyone who's been critical of any brand to leave themselves open to changing their minds. I'm, I'm not the, you know, there's the meme, like the blank company sucks, Change my mind. Like I, I'm not that guy. Like Good. actually, like, no. Like, that guy my mind can totally be changed. People change. People <laughs> mm-hmm. come around. Circumstances vary, and I, yeah, I'm not above you, you being wrong. You put distance
1: between like things that are, I think, reasonable criticisms that people have had sure. with JHS. I mean, I think that, and we, I mean, so we talk a lot about as a culture. We talk about things like cancel culture. <laughs> Let's, I mean, I, wish, okay, I don't really that think that bit it's last a
0: thing. night on SNL was really funny, though. Can't
1: Kid canceled. Yeah. Uh, kids canceled. <laughs> um,
0: that was the best skit of the night, I think. Um,
1: well, I don't, okay, so I don't really think cancel culture is a thing. I think it's like consequences of your actions for the most part and reaping and sowing and all that. Um, but I think sort of what people kind of miss is that there has to be, for the most part, I think people need to be able to redeem themselves um depending on what it was like if it was like i I don't really know if it's coming back from some things but if i look at people like morgan wallen who was caught on video just generally being a an idiot and a rude neighbor and then also hurling the n-word which was really bad really really bad yeah really 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 bad do people see he's getting like canceled like well One, I'm pretty sure that this is just the worst story that got out. It's kind of my understanding that he has other problems and has had other stories that have been buried a little bit. But, I, you know, I think that for for anything, what I'm trying to say is if you do something terrible and people rightly call you out for it and you lose opportunities and your actions have consequences, what matters is what you do next, Like, do you spend, do you spend your, like, I'm, I really like Elvis Costello and like the late seventies, he, he got really drunk and used the N word a bunch and said some really deplorable things at a bar in Ohio. And then he spent a lot of his career working to redeem the, that stuff that he should not have done. He, you know, didn't really make excuses. He put a lot of his energy into propping up um, underappreciated black artists like Alan Toussaint and the like. And I think that just, you have to have, you have to work to redeem yourself when you do something really nasty. And that's, that's the truth of it. And if you, and, and it's kind of like the opposite of what Ryan Adams has done, which is basically
0: double down. The,
1: yeah. Basically say, he literally texted his manager that he wasn't interested in redemption shit, that he just wanted his career back. Right. And that's the, no, it's not how how that works. works. Yeah. No, you have to have, you have to have the, you have to have the redemptive arc. Right? You really do. And it's just like, it's kind of up to you what you do with time and distance and a combination of redemptive qualities and actions. And time and distance can lead to forgiveness on a massive, massive scale.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think
1: acknowledging that what you did is wrong is kind of the first, the first thing.
0: Right. I mean, there's definitely a redemptive arc. There's also just the, I think there's, there's, there's a redemptive arc for some folks and companies. And there's also a, my mind has not changed about them, not necessarily because they needed to be redeemed arc. Does yeah. that make sense? So,
1: Or just like doing more good than bad kind of thing. Sure. Or just maybe – I don't know. Just I think minds can change and circumstances can change. Like
0: Totally. Well, yeah. My encouragement to – I guess my encouragement, the reason of bringing it up is um, less about kind of trying to suck up to anyone in the industry because that's not – I don't – brown nose. That's not my thing. But mm. – uh, I think more of my, my point in bringing that up is reminding people that it's okay to be wrong in retrospect. Yeah. It, it's okay. There's no shame in that. Um, I don't.
1: I think, was it last week I said that being wrong is an opportunity to learn
0: something? Sure. We, <laughs> yeah. I'm, there's like eight different corporate ways to say <laughs> that, um, like identifying a, an improvement opportunity. Um, <laughs>
1: It's okay to be wrong.
0: You have to admit that you were wrong. Sure. So, no, I mean, it's okay mm. to be wrong. I, there's, it's certain, there's, there's nothing wrong with being wrong. Uh And I think it's just where your headspace is at and being willing to admit it, or even just, it's okay to change minds. It's okay for companies to evolve, for people to evolve, for circumstances to change. And I think it's okay to be upset at one point in time and justifiably so, and fast forward X amount of time and to to no longer feel the same way. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Neat.
0: I think that's, I don't know. Yeah. That's my little soapbox of the day.
1: Your soapbox of the day. There you have it, everyone. Andrew Renard's soapbox of the day.
0: Oh, look at that. <laughs>
1: a uh, personal personal favorite. So, um yeah, I'm not sure I have a lot to add that I haven't already added as sure to what's happening. Um I don't know, brands aren't people, but sometimes they are, I guess, in the case of JHS.
0: I mean, the brand literally. is literally his name. <laughs> that's um, true.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. No. I don't I think Yeah. I don't have anything to add to it, I guess. Sure. I mean, I think that something that has made it a lot easier for JHS to escape sort of the negative press they've had before was that when they were accused of stealing a circuit from Debbie ever, which I mean, I I do think it's basically the same circuit with one redundancy fixed. Um, But uh, I think kind of what helped distance themselves from there was that her brand imploded and uh, that I think that people lost a lot of sympathy for her. Sure. um, Which kind of, I think helped him a lot. Um, And then there were a lot of other things I think are just generally like unprovable and also kind of, I don't know. Do I think Josh Scott is a homophobe? Not really. No. I think that was kind of the big thing.
0: Yeah, those so those those ones never. The homophobic kind of stuff never held any water with me. Um, I don't know, not that like I'm an authority. I don't, but a I also, I've never had a
1: conversation with him. I think that for like the things that people were displaying as proof of homophobia weren't really proof of homophobia.
0: Yeah. No, I mean I've read the the, the the people versus Josh Scott or whatever or versus JHS. The, oh
1: yeah, I don't I don't like that article. Sorry, Adam.
0: I. Is what it is. I don't. Know. I don't think any of that is. Uh, I think it's all circumstantial by proxy, et cetera. Insert legal term here.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's the IHOP church, something that I don't think is good. I don't think. It, I don't think that church, the International House of Prayer, is good. I think there's a lot of bad stuff there. But that. I is... mean, in
0: general, I'm skeptical of any large church. <laughs> um, not and not church. without what are they
1: reason. Mega yeah. Well, IHOP also had that big murder scandal that was pretty.
0: I mean, most mega churches have a scandal at some point in time, regardless of their theology, but. yeah, but
1: there's something particularly bad.
0: It's just murder. You, you threatened to murder me earlier, so. Hmm, well, I
1: didn't actually do it.
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah, Sweet but.
1: Jesus. You know. IHOP murder. I think there was like a big cover up and stuff and like. Bethany Deaton's murder.
0: I don't actually yeah. know anything about that, but. Particularly oh yeah. Maybe you
1: should shut the hell up about it then. Huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was, you're going to uh, murder me.
1: No, no, I wouldn't do that. I still need you around. Uh, I like having you on the podcast.
0: The, uh, the Judah Smith stuff is like the most recent, like implosion of the mega church uh-huh. world. i like, when are we gonna learn, guys? Cult of personality never works. Yeah, well.
1: no, it doesn't. It doesn't work in politics. Current situation is a pretty good, you know, indicator. Yeah, yeah.
0: Nope. I'm, I'm always, by default, very skeptical of mega churches, particularly when there's a cult of personality involved. Seattle is an area got burned by Mark Driscoll a few years back. Um, Big time. Yeah. Um I mean one of my favorite uh sorry, did I say Joe Smith earlier? I meant to say Carl Lenz. I get the two confused. It's very easy to do. Um I don't know who those
1: people
0: are. I mean they're basically best friends and both involved in Justin Bieber's life to varying degrees, but no longer. What? Um oh, I know. So yeah. no, so my, my other my favorite like mega church pastor from the Seattle area I actually stepped down recently. Like a year ago or so just because he's like, hey, guys, it's starting to feel like it's a bit too much about me. I'm going to toodles if you guys really cared then you continue going to this church. And I really like this other pastor that I'm going to put up. But yeah. he was just no longer comfortable with the we love Eugene Joe kind of thing. Um, oh, all right. Which That's I'm like, cool. I, I respect the heck out of that.
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: Anyways, sorry. <laughs> More soapbox. I should probably go get some uh that brisket yeah. going.
1: That guy needs to get his brisket going. You get the Um, brisket going. I
0: need to make myself a breakfast burrito.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh,
0: please like comment, Sunday. What else is the Super Bowl for but for food?
1: Please like, comment, subscribe. Um, Review rate on iTunes. Check out getoffsetpodcast.com slash shop. Until next time, my name is Emily.
0: And my name is Andrew.
1: Goodbye. I hear
0: my microphone. One, two, That's nasty, three.
1: dude. Bye.